Son. Ah. Uh, what are you doing? I, I, I can make something. What are you gonna make? I'm gonna take. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. Welcome everybody to Daddy No episode 103, day number 846 of being a stay-at-home father. It is officially summer. Um, yesterday was officially summer because that's what it said on the calendar when I saw it. It says summer starts June 21st, and I was like, oh, I did not know that. I thought summer starts when kids get out of school, but no, that's not the way calendars work. So, yeah, it's officially summer, and... Uh, what are we doing for summer fun? We're stuck inside today, right? Because of the uh, the killer bees. Oh uh, yeah, our neighbor, who um, it's not a, it's not a nobody lives there. All they do is Airbnb the house next door to us. So there's always somebody there different every week. But it turns out they had killer bees in their backyard. Not just any regular killer bees, but Africanized killer bees. I don't know what makes them Africanized. I didn't I didn't look it up, but. A dude in a full bee outfit came. I was talking to my wife on the phone, right? And I hear a knock at the door. And I'm taking my time. I'm like, who's knocking on the door right now? What are you going to sell me? Because that's typically what it is, right? They're going to sell me some type, try to sell me some type of lawn service or, you know, all, all the stuff that stay-at-home parents have to deal with. during. Usually I talk to those people. I'm very lonely. I'm very lonely. And I used to do sales, so I let them pitch me. Anything that lets me get away from the two children that I live with just for a little bit. So, yeah, go ahead and throw You can throw that part away. So this guy, I'm talking on the phone, and then I hear, ding, 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 ding. He's, like, ringing the doorbell. Like, I'm like, he's the police or something. I was like, oh, my God, somebody's knocking down the door, which I shouldn't have said over the phone and then hung up because I go, I got to go. And my wife actually thought somebody is, like gonna kick in our door and she was starting to speed home which i don't know what she's gonna do right i mean might as well call the cops right but anyway i mean i know she's a strong woman and there's a lot of anger in her a lot of anger and she could have probably done some damage but i mean in actuality what what could she have done but no so anyway i go and open the door and it's a dude in a full bee outfit like the whole get up the hive, like has he has bees around him. I was like, you brought bees to my house? He's like, Africanized killer bees. And I was just like, what? He's all out of breath. He's just like, I just killed a bunch of Africanized killer bees. And I was, and I, then I saw the bees around. Him. I was like, okay. And he's just like, at your neighbor's house. They're your neighbors. They in the backyard. They had Africanized killer bees. If you have pets. Keep him inside, keep him inside, kids, anybody in the backyard, I was like, no, he's like, good, stay inside 24 hours, I was like, stay inside my house for 20, what is you, what are you talking about, how are you just going to tell somebody you never knew to stay in their house for 20, 24 hours straight, you know what I mean, not in, a, he's in a bee outfit, so that's why I trusted him, I saw bees around him too, so that's another reason why I was just like, okay, uh, but yeah, we've been living next to a, 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 a large hive, I was told, uh, there's a bunch of dead bees in our driveway. Again, not honeybees. These are Africanized killer bees is what 
this man told me. I wish I would have videotaped it. It was crazy. It was surreal to see that. And then that was like one of my biggest fears as a child is killer bees. Not only killer bees, but Africanized killer bees. Because I remember when they started talking about them and when killer bees came to the valley, like it was just like people were like, oh my God, the killer bees. Like that in my head, it was the killer bees. That and the Loch Ness Monster. Those are my two biggest fears. Uh, one of them a little bit more uh, believable, like something could happen, you know what I mean? Like the killer bees, because there's actual killer bees, and the Loch Ness hasn't been proven yet. Yet. Anyway, um, well, yeah, what do you think about the killer bees, son, in the backyard? That's why we're stuck inside today. I mean, it's not like we're going to go outside anyway. We're going to go outside and play in the ho with the hose for like 30 minutes, if that, because water is expensive. Are you scared of the killer bees? Is that why you don't want to go outside? Mm hmm what do, you th what do you think killer bees are? Killer bees might kill you. They might kill you? Cause so they're, they're, what, more aggressive? Yeah, and more stingy. More stingy? Is that a scientific term since you are a scientist? Stingy. They're more stingy? How are they more stingy? Because do, do, do you have an army of them? So like a whole, and they don't, they just don't stop. They just keep stinging you, right? Yeah. Are you allergic to bees? I don't say blackbirds. You're allergic to blackbirds. And bees. And bees. Okay, I don't, where did the birds come from? How, how are you allergic to specifically the, blackbirds? The birds can go outside and, and I can smell them inside. You can, are you a cat? What do you mean you can smell them? I know everything. I like any kind of animal. You, are you telling me you communicate with animals? I, I am any kind of animal. Are you an animal as well? Yeah, I am any kind of animal. Oh, you morph into these animals? Yep. I'm, I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> I don't think you're allergic to cats because uh, no, King's, King's been... I, 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 I didn't say allergic to cats. You just, you just said it. I have it recorded. I had it recorded. You're not very good at talking. You're not very good at telling the truth, apparently. Jeez, man. Come on. Want the truth and nothing but the truth. So help you God. I tell the truth every day. You just lied to me right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> except today. Except today, right? Yeah. Okay, thank you. So my son, uh, he had a week of a birthday. He went down with his, his, his yaya, his grandma. He turns, how old did you turn, son? Four. You're not four? What? How old did you turn? Six. You're six. And, and what's the difference now that you're six? What if... What have you noticed in the six years of your life about Earth, about this life? Do you like it? Yeah. What do you like about it? Same butt. I just like to say butt. Oh, you just like to say butt. So butt's your favorite word. Well, that's cool, I guess. Do you like the world right now? Mm-hmm. You have fun? Yeah. All right, that's enough with him, I guess. Went on a whole week's vacation. With um, with my with my mom and I went and did that thing stand up roundup, which was this past Sunday, 
didn't didn't move on. Did not move on. I did very well. I thought I was gonna move on, but you never know with competitions, right? So, because uh, you never know who the judges are, what they're looking at. You know, this being professional. Do you look like a comedian? That type of thing. I think I look like a comedian. I mean, what does a comedian look like? I don't know, but I think, you know, I'm professional. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I, I wasn't as funny as I, as I thought I was. Maybe that, no, that's not what it is. Just sometimes competitions, even if you do very well, you, you don't make it on. And that happens sometimes, right? I know it happens to me a lot. And there's, there's, it, you never know because there's times where uh, I've done competitions. I'm like, I got this. And then I don't advance. I'm like, all right. I don't got this. The other time, I'm like, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to advance. And then I advance. I'm like, okay. I did. So, I don't know. I don't know. Do I don't have good laugh years? Do I not know what's funny? I think I have good laugh years. Just maybe I rub a, a, a um, what's it called? A judge the wrong way. You know what I mean? I need to rub him the right way. And that way I win. When you rub the judge the right way, you get the win. Hold up. You tired? What's wrong? You sleepy? No. Say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. What you been up to? I'm watching a movie. What movie are you watching? Um, my movie. Your movie. So it was brother's birthday. Did you went? You went, with brother. Did you have fun? Yes. What y'all do? Um, I go to church. You went to church? Wow. That was that was the funnest part going to church. Yeah, mama and yeah, you're gonna like you hearing that. Yeah, mommy. <laughs> mommy. Yeah. Uh, oh, and you no no no. You're talking about that Bible study thing you went to. She they went took her to like a, a Bible study the first week. My wife took my son and my daughter, and my daughter likes school, and it was like a school type atmosphere. And that's not poop. What are you talking about? And she enjoyed it. That's not poop. What are you talking? Why is everything poop to you? Everything is poop. Is that poop? Is that like she'll ask me, she'll have something in her hand and be like, Is that poop? And I'm look at it and then she puts it in her mouth. I'm like, What? And your automatic reaction, if somebody asks you, Is this poop? and then puts it in her mouth, you think, They just ate poop. And then you look at it and it's like, It's not poop. That was a piece of a candy or a little piece of a hot dog or something. It wasn't poop. So now everything she says is, Is this poop? and then eats it. So that's gross, so it's a bozo. Does that mean you eat poop? Is that poop? No. Look, that's poop. Ew, you touched it. Gross. Gross. Put it down. You ready? Let's go, let's go lay down. Let's go take a nap. Okay, we'll watch videos. We'll do that. All right, I'll be back. And when I come back, uh, we'll talk about the flooding in my hometown, Westlaco, actually all the valley. And, yeah, I'll be right back. All right, uh, daughter is down for a nap. So uh, I got them back on Tuesday. My children, I finally got them back from my 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 mom she drove me met us halfway and thank god we got on tuesday because on wednesday it flooded actually that night tuesday night it started to flood like crazy and it's sad because i saw my hometown on good morning america underwater like i saw the, the church the i remember when it happened in houston and my wife started crying because she's from houston and I was like, that's sad. You know what I mean? I didn't cry, though. But when I saw my hometown and, like, I the church that I that I, I went to as a, as a kid, the like, the little the stores that I've always known, you know what I mean? 
a friend's my my friend's father's muffler shop underwater like all that a lot of people don't have flood insurance because it never floods parts of the uh, of Westlaco and this is all throughout the Valley Mission uh across the border too got it really bad I saw Reynosa uh they look like a river down their streets and in trucks just piling on each other and yeah I teared up definitely teared up I was like damn man people are gonna need help uh I'll talk to Raymond Orta some of you might know him uh about doing a show a benefit show in the valley hopefully in the next couple of weeks not then that I want I'm gonna do one here in uh at the blind tiger i don't know exactly when but uh, as soon as i get the details i will let everybody know but it was sad there's people and i had friends that i went to high school with who had boats and they were they're going around rescuing people a bunch of friends uh showing fish in their front lawn just or, or in the street um and they, they got hit with two nights of that two nights of rain my mom went and rescued my aunt and her dogs in a canoe. I was like, I had no idea you had a canoe. Like, that's not uh, something that... And then I remember, I was like, oh, yeah. My parents bought a little piece of land for them to retire on. And it has a little lake on it. And so they have two canoes. So, hey, those canoes definitely came in handy. And then they flipped it. They flipped the canoe because the dog was freaking out. And then that ugh, that's, that's got to be some dirty water. Definitely got to be some. There's a lot of old people too in in the valley. A lot of people that are they can't leave home. You know what I mean? They're sick, diabetes, uh, can't see. They live by themselves. You know, I think of all the old folks' homes down. There's a lot of them. A lot. I used to go door to door, like business to business, and that was one of the ones that I need to walk in. A lot of these places, just a funk of shit would hit your nose. Because they'd be sitting in their own diaper. That's another thing. But anyway, that's got to be sad. Because I, I remember, I, was it Houston? It might have been Houston. But I remember watching pictures of a flood where they showed people sitting in the water. The old people, they were just sitting in the water. And they'd been sitting in that water for like two days before they rescued. Was it New Orleans? Somewhere. it was. They were just sitting in the water like, man. And you know that water's full of piss and shit and everything. And I think of the valley. What's going on right now? I mean, it's, it's people are are trying to help themselves, which they should, but it's it's to help others like that. Like who who's gonna go to each old folks home and help them get out? The people that work there, those people are trying to get their families out too. So apparently, it's a I don't know if they declared a state of emergency or sent the national guard down there. <sighs> yeah, this part of the podcast is more of the sad part. I apologize, but hey, it's what I'm I'm talking about. It's what I want to talk about, right? And Luckily, we got my my wife was like, "Shit, I would have bought a boat. I would have stole a boat." I was like, "Well, you don't have to steal a boat. My uncle has a boat here in San Antonio." But yeah, I would have gone to my uncle's and be like, "All right, can you load the boat up? Because we gotta go get our kids." So yeah, my my wife was like, "Oh, thank God we got them." And my on the way back, my brother was driving my mom. They we met up halfway between the valley and San Antonio around George West area, because Texas is big. So it's a like a four-hour drive. So we drove two hours each way. Anyway, so we met up with them, and they said on the way back that they ran into... There's two parts of the deep water, like a, a, a foot of water at least. I was just like, and you went through it? And he's like, yeah. I was just like, yeah, you're not supposed to go through that stuff, dude. You're supposed to 
go around. He's like, I couldn't. There was nowhere to go. I was just like, yeah, but some people die. They think, oh, it's only a foot. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm swept up in this river. That's what happens. And then there's sinkholes forming because all the water, it was so dry. That, that, that was one of the things they said, that it was so dry that the water couldn't absorb through the soil. So that's why it flooded so quickly. Like the basically, I guess they're saying the soil was like concrete. And yeah, and it got, it got really, really bad. So going to do some fundraiser shows. Don't know when. And definitely want to go down and help out with whatever relief that I can. My mom has an organization, probably deal with them. So, yeah. A lot of sad stuff happened in the Valley. That, I mean, what happened to the migrant kids? Because a lot of the, the ones that you're seeing on television is from the migrant, the, the kids coming over being separated or were being separated by their family because Trump uh, signed that executive order to stop it. Uh, which I thought only Congress can do, but he did it. So he signed that, and uh, now they're not being separated, but now you have all those kids that already are separated, the tent cities and stuff. The flooding didn't happen there, but still in the Valley. Brownsville, the Walmart one, that's creepy, man. That is creepy. Uh, we did a podcast, MGB podcast. I don't, think they, I don't think they have them on iTunes anymore, but I remember talking about that when Walmart closed a bunch of uh walmart when well, walmart closed a bunch of walmarts yeah that's what they own stupid i when walmart closed a bunch of stores out of nowhere and people were saying oh the the, uh, the nsa is using them oh these are going to be the new uh these are going to be internment camps these are going to be fema camps okay i might have said that <laughs> i was like that's creepy man i thought it was more nsa that's what i thought i thought okay there's some type of operation going down and the nsa is using these walmarts but no it's for the children it was for the migrant children coming over. Um, that was it, it's it, you know it's so weird too how it flipped. How you had more of the like the Alex Jones type people, right? Who are like FEMA camps, FEMA camp, concentration camps. They got them, they got them, and now they're like, no, these are these are d- determined camps. And now I have on the other side all the of the liberal people were like, look, I see. Internment camps, Nazis, they're all Nazi. I was like, and the other side's not saying that. They're like, no, they're detention camps. These, is, these have been going on for a while. I was like, yeah, of course these have been going on for a while. And you've always said that they're internment camps, that they're detention camps. You know I mean, that's, that's it. I mean, you, you're the one who's saying that. So it's weird how it flipped now. It's, it's a weird world. I don't understand any of it right now. I don't understand. And I'm happy. I'm very, very happy. That the reverse. Well, they're criminals. I, all right. The amount of money. Okay, let's just go through the process. Let's let's forget. Uh, let's forget the law right now. Everybody's like, okay. Well, your point is all void now. If you're forgetting the law, no. Let's just go. Just go with my thought. Go and go with this thought process. All right. You live in America. Let's say I live. Okay, I live here in San Antonio in Texas. Right. Let's say United States isn't what it. It's more like Honduras or El Salvador. Right. And. Uh, you you have to save up a lot of money to get to Canada. Got to save up a lot of money. I don't know how they do that. How they save up like ten, for the to pay the coyotes? They'll pay them like ten grand just to get here. That is ten. I can't, I live in America and I can't come up with ten grand to save my life. And I know that's very sad. Why don't you get a job? Because I'm here with my children and I'm trying to run a business anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I ten grand. They got to save up ten grand, which would be like me trying to save up a hundred grand 
120 grand, something like that. You know what I mean? For me and my family, probably more for me and my family. And then traveling all that way under conditions where we could die, you know, the coyotes are probably not the best of people who are always, who, who, I mean, if you're doing, well, no, they're, they're helping people. Well, no, they're getting paid. Okay. If they weren't getting paid and they're just bringing people over, that's, different from hey they're getting paid so they're probably not the best intention people you know what i mean they're like i got my money this is the way it goes if you survive you survive you know what i mean and it's scary with your kids and stuff like that oh my god if you save up that much money you're not running because it's like oh well i can get a job over there it's like no i can live and i won't die because of the gangs i won't die because of how bad it's gotten here in san antonio so i gotta move to canada then i get to canada and I get busted crossing, right? It's like, damn, I'm going to go back. That's traumatizing enough to know that I just wasted $100,000 to be know that I'm going to be sent back. But for then my kids to be taken away, I'm not a violent man. I'm not a violent person. But if I spend $120,000 to get my family to what I believe is safety and I get busted and you try to take my kids, I'm going to do everything within my power to get them back. And if that means doing something illegal in your country, guess what? I just became a criminal again. You, you're already a criminal. You crossed the border. That is a crime. I understand that. But you try to take away my kids. I'm fighting to the death, man. I'm fighting to the death, which I'll probably, I would probably end up dying. Yeah, I would probably end up dying. So that was, that was, that's my thought process of going across from it. They got caught. That sucks. And they're going to get sent back. And it's like, damn, you spent all that money. You spend all that money and now you're going to end up going back. That's really sucks. You know what I mean? We have laws and da, da, da. I understand. I understand we have laws. I definitely understand that the, the, these uh, places have been open longer than Trump. It's not a, it, it's, that's the other thing I don't understand. People are like, well, these places have been open for that, for this long. Look, when were you saying they when, when Obama, when Obama, okay. And, and, you know, and it wasn't right then either. To keep them like that, to keep them in cages, to keep them in internment camps for who knows how long, you know, it's, it's, uh, and I'm not saying that, that there's a, there's a lot of, uh, this is, real, this is where it gets real creepy. There's a lot of uh, sex trafficking, of course, coming through. So that's the other thing. They could say, hey, yeah, this is my kid, but it's not their kid. How do you determine that? That's scary. You know, because a lot of that, ugh, it's so complicated and frustrating that we're not even close. And I'm just glad it's being discussed. You know, it's being discussed. It's 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 in it's in everybody's right there, right in front of everybody's face now to where you have to discuss it. Some really ugly things are being said, really ugly things. And it, it makes me from friends, from people I know. I'm like, wow, geez, this is the way you think? Like this, that's, okay. Why? Because it's your side? Because you, 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 you said it's, I, what people, okay, this is the thing. I found out that a lot of people are more political than they are religious. Because they follow their politics more than they follow the religion. And this is just a specific example with, with a few people that I know that call themselves, and that's going to probably piss them off, but they call themselves Catholics. And, you know, the Pope comes out and he condemns the splitting up 
of the of the family. You have the bishops come out and said, if you're supporting this, this is not Catholic. You don't do this type of you don't separate the children like that from their families from coming over. You know, some are criminals that come over, but a family that pay that much to authorities, they're not criminals. Don't separate them. Anyway, the point is, what I'm trying to say is, you got these bishops saying that as well. You got these bishops, and you're going to go, like, no, 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 but this is the law. Okay, got it. This is the law. This is what, I mean, the whole thing about we're going to, even Sessions came out and said it. We're doing this to deter them from coming over here. Because, hey, if you come over here, we're going to separate from your kids. Hey, you might not even see your kids. Well, who knows when you're going to see your kids? You know, that's a deterrent. So he said that was the whole point. They didn't have to do that. That was the whole point. So he said, well, it's the law. Okay. Well, then your politics trumps your religion. So, you know what I mean? That, that's, that's not, um, that's what you said. I didn't say it. You said it with your actions. You said it with, with what, you, what, what I saw on, your, on people's posts with that. So it, people show, show their true colors. And it was, uh, it was sad. Doesn't mean I don't love those people anymore. Do I think they're misguided? Definitely. Definitely. Well, you're misguided. I don't I don't care. I don't care. What like that was that was that that was the hard line for me, like too, is uh with 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 um with gun rights, you know, seeing both sides. With all these different seeing keep seeing both sides, like or keeping open minded. This was the first one with separation kids and I'm like, nope. No, no, no. Well, the laws. Nope. I don't. I don't. I, yeah. No, man. It's more. Where is your mora morality? You know. So that's my two cents, I guess. I was like, well, I just heard a bunch of bullshit. Well, thank you, thank you for listening to all my bullshit. I appreciate it. This was my way. This is my way of getting out. I haven't gotten political in a while. It's so political. It's not even political. It's nothing to do with political. It has to do with decency. Decency. And if you have children, if you have children, I pray to God that nothing like that ever happens in the United States to where we have to go to another country and they start separating us. I hope none of that ever happens to any of us because that's, that's got to be the most heartbreaking thing. Imagine you sold your house, your car, everything because, you know, Trump or the next president, whoever you think, whoever, whatever side you're on, you know, the other side then becomes a brutal dictator and you got to leave. Then you sell all your belongings just to move to wherever, Canada, you move to Japan, I don't know, wherever you move, Australia, and you get there and they're like, well, no, your passport, we're not actually taking passports from, from your this country anymore and... You're here illegally or you try to sneak over there illegally and they separate. Well, yeah, I broke the law. So that's what deserves. That's just what I deserve. That's what you're. Shut up. Shut up. You say that now because you want to be right. That's what it is. People just want to be right. They want to be right and they don't care if they're morally wrong as long as they win. It's like it's like playing Russian roulette and you want to be like, oh, no, I got to win. I got to win. And the way you win is you shoot yourself. See, I won. Yeah, but you killed yourself, stupid. It's not... That was a horrible example, by the way. Nothing like that. I don't know how that analogy even works. It kind of works a little bit. I had a thought process behind it. I didn't explain it correctly. Maybe not Russian roulette. The point is, 
you're right, but you're killing it. It's the same way that what Bill Maher said, just like, we, we should need to, if we need to go into a recession just to get Trump out, then let's do that. Stop shooting yourself in the foot. We're all Americans. Maybe you'll be able to get through that, but we're not going to be able to get through that. Are you nuts? Are you nuts? Get out of here, man. Get out of here. If Republican or Democrat, whoever said that, you know, Obama could have been in office and be like, well, we need a, a real recession so we can get Obama out. Are you nuts, Glenn Beck? That's what I, that's basically what I heard from, from Bill Maher. It's like, that was like, you're, you're the liberal Glenn Beck or what the hell was that? What the hell was that, man? So everything's flipped. Now liberals believe in, in FEMA camps and concentration camps and uh, the right wing conservatives don't. And, uh, and then when Trump gets voted out, either 2020 or the next year after that, there's no way he can win. He might. You never know. Right. You, ne I, you never know. You never know. That's one thing I've learned is through competitions. You think you won and you didn't or you think you lost and you won. You never know. Nobody ever knows. So it's all in the air. Everything's backwards, confused. But my son turned six and I got him out of the valley before it flooded. So and and the children are not being separated from their parents anymore. Uh, we still got to the United States still has to reunite the other children, but. Whew, an emotional roller coaster of a week. Was it not, folks? It was. It was for me. But enough about that. I'm excited. I'm excited because I have a lot of things in the air right now as far as uh, potential um, clients or jobs or whatever. Not jobs like, oh, I'm going and working for a company. Like, not, 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 not a job, but jobs as in different contracts. I have a lot of in different contracts for film and animation up in the air right now. And I'm hoping one lands on its feet. I would really appreciate that, that down the pipeline. Um, this, this is, uh, it's important that I get one. It's important that I get one. And the scary thing to me is if I don't, which I feel like I will. But again, like I said, you never know, right? But if I don't, it's going to be a kick in the nuts, just like it was when when the album didn't even hit the charts, just a kick in the nuts. But what scares me is not that I'm going to quit. What scares me is that I'm going to keep going, and I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to keep going with the stand-up and the animation and the video. Just keep going and going and going and going. It's like it's abuse. Do I like abuse? I think I do. I think I enjoy being emotionally and mentally abused it's not a physical a little bit of physical abuse because i'll stay up to like 1 30 in the morning uh i'm really excited about this bible animation i'm doing hopefully he likes it for tiger belly hopefully he remembers that he even told me to do the damn thing that's gonna make me really pissed off i'm like here you go bobby here's the animation uh bobby from mad tv tiger belly has a podcast check out his podcast tiger belly very funny podcast um it's on all things comedy so uh, he told me to do the, the, the animation when I saw him in Houston. And I put the, the cartoon on their page, on the Tiger Belly page. And people liked it. I got, got a bunch of likes on that. I was like, ooh, I got a few criticism, but I wanted the criticism. And I changed the looks of the characters of Bobby and his, and his girlfriend um, on there. Because they're the two uh, hosts. It's Bobby and his girlfriend are on there. And so I changed the looks depending on what they said. But... I just hope he remembers that he told me to do the card. He's not, not like, well, why'd you do that? Because you told me to. Like, so I just hope he remembers that. Uh, well, I hope that he likes it too and that he uses it. And then more people will hire me 
to do things. That is what I really would like. Um, so a lot of things in the air. Something has to has to happen. But if it doesn't, and I get kicked in the nuts again, uh, I just got to keep going, right? What other choice do you have? You gonna stop? You quit? You, you when you when you quit is when you fail. You know what I mean? When that's that's real really fail. These aren't fail. These are stumbles. Whenever you don't get that the gig you wanted, or you don't get past the competition, or you don't get the contract you wanted, whatever it is, it's a, it's a stumble to something. You know what I mean? You learn from it, right? I think we just become. What happens is we, we, we each time it does that, it chips away at your confidence, and you become smaller and smaller and smaller to the point where you go in to the situation already losing. Because you're like, well, I'm not going to get this anyway. And you might get one or two wins, right? But that's, you'll get them out of luck or pity. And you don't want to get either one of the, well, luck, yes, but not the pity. You don't want something, oh, this is why they're, they're doing it, because they pity you. Like, oh, let's throw this guy a bone, jeez. I don't want that. I hate that. I hate people who, who feel sorry. Like, oh, man, it sucks. Like, oof, don't feel sorry for me. Fuck you. Don't even look at me. Huh? What are you doing? What are you looking for? Something to eat? That's why I told you when I made lunch. What do you want? A hot dog? Do you want a hot dog? Alright. See, I made look, I made lunch forty five minutes ago. Or one an hour ago. And he's like, I'm not hungry. I was like, well, come eat anyway, because I'm making lunch right now. I'm not going to make lunch later. He's like, now nah, I'm good. And an hour later, I'm starving. I'm, I'm trying to get him to stop saying I'm starving. And say I'm hungry. You're not starving. Starving means that you, you haven't eaten and you're, you're malnourished and your ribs are showing. You're not starving. You're hungry. Say you're hungry. So that's been the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. It's dead and new. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, check us out every week or every other whenever I put it out, man. Thank you. And I got a new pod- podcast uh, called Willful Ignorance. The first episode's already out. Willful Ignorance, produced by well me, but FMCW Studios, and it's me and George Anthony hosting it. Not like this at all. Uh, but it's it's much more, more vulgar. Way is vulgar. It's basically just vulgar. So the first one was with uh, Raul Sanchez. Uh, he was our first guest. Check that out. On SoundCloud, it's on YouTube. It'll be on iTunes once I get it, like to three or four episodes. I'll submit it to iTunes. But uh, yeah, check that out. Check out cartoon. The cartoons coming up. Hopefully, Bobby likes the Tiger Belly cartoon, so be on the lookout for that. Probably in the next week or two. Uh, put one out with uh, called Deal Jokes, which was an idea that uh, comedian Flo Hernandez out of Dallas uh, does. So me and Flo did that one, and Edward, uh, Edward. Hernandez Hernandez he also was on there so check that out on his page um bunch of stuff coming up I'll let you know when it gets closer uh next week I'll be at the Improv River Center hosting I don't know for who but I'll be hosting so check that out and tonight at the Blind Tiger the Storyteller Show I'll be on the Storyteller Show cool cool thank you guys for listening today no subscribe comment share like and uh, let me know what you guys want to talk about next time so I don't talk about it because I never talk about what people want to talk about. I talk about what I want to talk about, right? It's called being selfish. Piece of shit. All right, deuce.
Oh, 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 oh,